Oh God, how pitiable is Rome. You must have heard of this city from others, wrote a visitor to Rome in the middle of the 15th century. There are many splendid palaces, houses, tombs and temples here, and infinite numbers of other edifices, but they are all in ruins. There is much porphyry and marble from ancient buildings, but every day these marbles are destroyed in a scandalous fashion by being burned to make lime. And what is modern is poor stuff. The men of today who call themselves Romans are very different in bearing and conduct from the ancient inhabitants. They all look like cowherds. Other visitors wrote of moss-covered statues, of defaced and indecipherable inscriptions, of parts within the walls that look like thick woods or caves where forest animals were wont to breed, of deer and hares being caught in the streets of the daily sight of heads and limbs of men who had been executed and quartered being nailed to doors, placed in cages, or impaled on spears. This was the state of the city that had once been the capital of a mighty empire. Now two-thirds of the area inside the walls, which had been built to protect a population of 800,000, was uninhabited, Acres of open countryside used for orchards, pasture and vineyards, and dotted with ancient ruins, which provided safe hiding places for thieves and bandits. And this was the state of the true home of the Pope, the leader of the church who could trace his predecessors back in an unbroken line to St. Peter, the apostle entrusted by Christ himself with the care of his flock. For most of the fourteenth century, even the papacy had abandoned Rome, In 1305, distressed by the unrest and bloody disturbances in the city, the French Pope Clement V, 1305-1314, had set up his court in Avignon, in the rambling palace on the east bank of the Rhône, which is known as the Palais des Papes. In Rome there had been constant calls for the papacy to return from its French exile. Most recently these calls had come from an elderly woman who could be seen almost every day in the crumbling city, sitting by the door of the convent of San Lorenzo, begging for alms for the poor. She was Birgitta Gudmarsson, the daughter of a rich Swedish judge and widow of a Swedish nobleman, to whom she had been married at the age of thirteen and for whom she had borne eight children. Founder of the Birgitins, she had left Sweden after experiencing a vision in which Christ had appeared before her, commanding her to leave immediately for Rome and to remain there until she had witnessed the Pope's return. As she went about Rome, from church to crumbling church, house to ruinous house, she claimed to have had further visions. Both Jesus and his mother Mary, she said, had spoken to her, and they had strengthened her faith in the restoration of the Pope and in the eventual salvation of the city.